Oh boy, yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Hello, hello, and welcome. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm so glad to be here. God, it's been a while, it feels like, since I've done a solo episode, even though I've been rocking around the Christmas tree here in the Artscape Gibraltar Point residency for those with a creative spirit to express it. I hope you're well. And just because I haven't done too many solo episodes, I guess the last one was like a week ago, I uh, doesn't mean I haven't been doing much. I mean, yesterday, in case you checked, or I don't know when you'll listen to it, but we put out my interview with Jennifer Castle, which was a treat and which is an hour and a half of joy for you to listen to. So it's not like you don't have a chance to hear my voice so much, although it's not really Jennifer uh, talking that is what gets her the big books it's, uh, there's a fly. Did you hear the fly? This is disgusting. Um, it's her great music. So check out Monarch Season by Jennifer Castle. I just think she's really one of the greats. And if you know, you know. And if you don't, I can't help you when you gotta go. been doing lots of fun interviews lately. It's That's actually been the main thing I've been doing at the residence here besides some other work is just like one interview, another interview. I just got this big room. It makes it all really cool to do, and I like it. So get off my back and get into my car, but I don't own a car. So what are you going to get into? Just the side of the street? Pretend it's a car? Can you mime that you're getting into my car? I wouldn't mind at all. Um, time has no meaning here. I'm on an island, Toronto Island, which I just discovered is maybe called Toronto's Island, which islands, it's called Toronto's Islands. I did not, I did not know that. little Johnny Carson reference from my older heads in the crowd. I, uh, yeah, Toronto's Islands. So I'm here and... Everything's great, super quiet, super chill. There's like eight people in this building at the most at any given time. We're not seeing each other. I'm wearing silk pajamas all day and all night, wandering the halls. It feels like one of those video games. <laughs> you know, like some protagonist comes in and there's a creep in pajamas trying to bite him. But I'm not trying to bite anybody, especially not during this time of germs. So, yeah, uh, wandering halls, making fruit bowls in the morning, going for walks. There's a community at the other end of the island, residences, beautiful spots. Uh, go, found out they have a deals holder, a little boutique full of things you can take if you want that they don't need anymore. And I got a second monitor I've been using there. So that's pretty cool, right? Like, I'm a pretty cool guy for doing that. Whoa. And uh, they also have, um, you know, books. I got a bunch of magazines because I'm cutting out clippings for my mood board. This is, I can tell where this mood board's going. At the beginning of this, I was like, wouldn't that be fun? I've never made, like, a vision board or a mood board before. Let's get trippy. This is an island with history, with energy. So I've got a picture of a guy with a coffee, picture of a guy, like a dad playing guitar, a weird sort of thing from uh, 
like Mojo magazine. Uh, no, Utney Reader, the old 1980s magazine of like an ad for a Bob Dylan album I've never heard of. My point is, for sure, this mood board is, and I'm going to say mood board as much as I want. This is my podcast, my rules. The only rule I abide by is the rule of the Macintosh laptop making an unbearable sound. It's an old laptop. It's working hard to record this. So let's be thankful for it. Um, The mood board, hopefully it's done soon. But I just have a feeling it's the kind of thing I'll, like, complete on the day I leave, which is, like, 10 days away. But I'm going back to the city for a couple days tomorrow, so really, like, seven days away. It's so sad. I don't want to do it. I'm really loving it here. Well, you got to take the rough with the smooth, I guess. Speaking of, I've been not shaving this week, and it's gross. However, I think I turned a corner where it's, like, less gross, you know? You know that feeling where the stubble goes from rough to downy? And it's kind of getting downy. As well, there's some salt in that pepper. So, you know, I'm a bit of an elder, and you should take my advice. My advice Maybe put a little bit it a little bit into Bitcoin. I don't know how much, but a little bit. I will say, crypto people seem to be a problem. <laughs> and if you're listening, I don't mean you. I just mean, you know, there's some very visible, stressful crypto people. Just go on Reddit. Anytime I read someone who posts like, hey, I think we should reopen the entire country and cough on everybody, and that'll make the economy a lot better. I, like, click on that guy's profile. Crypto, crypto, crypto. So the good crypto people, I say, take over and teach the bad crypto people to be a little more chill and a little less opinionated. The island's healing me. I don't know what my issue was before, but this is the same thing. I arrived at Artscape Gibraltar Point, and I just was like, I can't handle the anxiety. I am from the city, but, you know, this city was not, this city of Toronto was not like a bustling metropolis when I was growing up. It was a metropolis, but it was, it was basically like if you saw Degrassi, like that wasn't that far from what the whole vibe was. Just a bunch of people in sort of turquoise long sleeves, walking into convenience stores. <laughs> that was the only type of shop at that time were just convenience stores. And now vape, etc., and all that stuff. But yeah, the, the big busy stuff, like in and, and the pandemic, I'm just like, no, no, please make me stop judging everybody. And I'm still judging people here, and there's very few people here, but less, much less. And I thank the heavens and the water spirits and the earth's demons for having um, the chance to do this and just like chill out and and relax and it's great. And, uh, you know, we did a comedy show a little while ago for the Green Zoom thing, a little stand-up avail comedy thing went great. I think that was just a few days ago, like last week, last Tuesday. And uh, I think December 17th is our next show. So that's all going swimmingly. Although, like, can we get around to back when we can do shows again? And also, how out of practice will I be? Like, will I perform? The first time I perform live, will it be, like, 
with a webcam in front of me, like to a group of people at a club, but I'll be in the back sitting down, talking into a phone. I'm comfortable with this. Where does the future, where will it take us? Joe Biden fractured his foot. He was petting a dog and he fractured his foot. Get ready for a lot of news like that. (laughs) What happens when you get a 78-year-old? We've all dealt with this with the older folks in our lives. You're like, what's going on? They'll be like, my hand fell off. Why? I was waving too hard. Oh, no. Well, they reattached it, but I'm going to have to wear like a bandage around it for the next two years. I mean, this is the guy who won the election of America, and uh, his eye was bleeding. Like, that's a first, right? Although I guess George W. Bush barfed on somebody, but that was during his presidency. He barfed on the Japanese prime minister. <laughs> but uh, And I am not here to bury Joe Biden. That is his... That is the president, the Secret Service's job when the time comes. Um, I'm just here to say, hey, it's kind of funny. It's not funny that he broke his foot, but it's like, uh, you know, this is going to basically be like having if Mr. Magoo was the president of America. And uh, but instead of but like much more dangerous, although if you think about it, Mr. Magoo, who for those listening from the millenniums and under, he's like this blind guy. This was at the time where like being hard of hearing or visually impaired meant uh, you were uh, ripe for comedy and people would do things about a well-meaning but completely out-of-it person with said disability. And uh, Mr. Magoo could not see. He was not blind. He just was, like, really squinty, but he tried to do things that you needed to see to do. And hilarity would ensue. Um, So maybe that's Joe Biden. I don't know. I didn't write a script for this episode, okay? I'm just here trying to have fun, trying to live, and I'm alive, and that's good. I, last I checked, I was alive. Taking long walks. Oh, you've got to look at the walk. I'm on the shores of, of Lake Ontario, you know, and I'm a very undemanding person. Because of where I grew up, there's no, like, exciting topography in the part of Ontario that I'm in. Go a little outside of it, sure, but we got nothing. I mean, we don't have nothing, but you got to drive like 45 minutes from where I was born to like see the Scarborough Bluffs, which is ancient, but it's still not like insane, you know? Uh, so I've come to appreciate just cute nature. I'm looking at the squirrels here and I'm like, this is great. Birding, birding is a thing you can do in Toronto Island. I've seen some beautiful birds. I saw a bird with golden reddish a uh, body and a little red thing on the top of its head and beautiful feathers, tails. And uh, today I was just like, oh. Then at night, you go to the water. You go uh, to the water, and the water at night is glittering. The waves are glittering. And I, I have a bicycle. You need one on this island. And, and uh, there's no more calming feeling than biking past the waves and and seeing them on your way to your little room. But at the same time, bodies, hundreds of thousands of bodies and bodies of water, millions maybe. And it's a little sad to think there's no like nearby octopus. Octopi are so cool. 
And I feel like I'd have to get on a boat and just really go far to find the first one. Maybe I'm wrong. If you've seen an octopus uh, uh, in Lake Ontario, please write weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. I'm not watching movies. I don't know why. I kind of set up this second monitor. I guess I could watch a movie on it, but I, I haven't been doing it. Got a lot. You got Borat 2. Jason Walliner, pal, directed it. Still haven't seen it. Got to see it. Sorry, Jason. Things to do, like cry and worry and game. I've been playing Devil's Crush. Really neat old game for the TurboGrafx-16. It's like a satanic pinball game. You got to check it out. And, uh, you know, just trying to get things done here. And eating lots of processed pasta noodles. Just, you know, trying to art it up here. It's weird. Like, as I'm talking to you, this whole report, that's what it feels like. I'm like, this is not so much a podcast as me trying to convince myself that I've done anything while I'm here uh, to the detriment of your enjoyment. I am just, and I, I, I'm filming this. Oh, I, I'm not actually filming. <laughs> I had this, I was like, I'm going to tape this on my phone and post it on the Insta. No, I didn't hit record. So I've just been staring at my gross face the whole time. It's quite depressing uh, that that had to happen. I'm going to lower it now so I don't have to look at myself. and can feel a little bit together. Uh, going to bed so late. Can't get myself to go to bed at a regular hour. It's really frustrating. Hopefully this weekend back in the city, I get a bit more regulated that way. Um, Because I don't want to be staying up. There's no reason to be. And yet I do it. And uh, here on this island, it it doesn't really matter. I'm recording this at like 11, quarter to 11 at night. Nobody cares. You know, it's fine. But over there in the real world, you know, you, you want to participate in the morning. That's when nobody's out. That's when you can get the freshest croissants. And now, uh, my, my internal clock is saying, get up at 1, get up at 2. Hey, buddy, get up at 5 p.m. I, I'm not actually getting up at 5 p.m. That would be brutal. I would not like that. Because I, 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 at like... Three in the morning, I'd get peck it. I'd be like, let's go to the after hours in a world where you were supposed to be doing that. But you bet you're bippy that there's after hours going on. You'd be a fool not to think that people are partying at this time in our little land that encourages a recreation. Mm. Uber Alice. Recreation is so important. Also, I have no idea why. I always gravitate to the Holocaust documentaries. Yesterday on my phone at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., I'm like, let's watch this hour-long thing about escaping Auschwitz. And then you always, like, these World War II things, and especially Holocaust, Holocaust documentaries, I find, like, they're so justifiable. Like, they're, they're easy to justify in my head. I'm just like... Well, it, we we can't forget. Yeah, I know. It's unforgettable. <laughs> so I'm going to feel bad <laughs> now. <laughs> but it feels right, too. 
don't let it happen again. I will pay you not to let it happen again. These are those are bad things. Posted some of my dad's poems to the Insta or one of my dad's poems to the Instagram too. I've had people ask me about my poet father, Robert Flanagan, and his work. And um, you know, he has a pretty cool history. Started writing in the seventies. Um, published stuff on some some good with some good publishers and. Uh, I, I put something from his book, A Place in the World, out uh, on my Instagram recently. So I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know. I, I, I wish I could. I have no movie reviews. I, I, I have no, uh, f- like, food restaurant suggestions. I, I can tell you that you should look at the lakes and stuff at the when the waves are out and you can see the water glitter. That's cool. I got that for you. Um I can tell you that if you see an animal and it looks friendly and you let it smell your hand and it really seems like it'll be fine, you know, give it a pet. You might feel better unless you're allergic, in which case hairless stuff is what you're going to want to deal with. I hope you're feeling well. I'm still having the same thing I've said every day uh, or every in a lot of episodes. Every single feeling in the world seems to just like travel in a day oh no things are bad this is terrible oh i feel nothing oh hey personally things could be worse i'm lucky oh god i've done everything wrong like where could i live and now tonight it's just that feeling of like you know when your eyes are kind of like you feel like you've been staring at a screen all day, which maybe I have, but I don't think I have. But yeah, I just I just feel like someone has been pushing a pencil eraser, sort of lightly brushing my eye with it for a couple of hours. It's it's not a good feeling. And with that, I will tell you this. Right now, it is Thursday, December. Uh, December 3rd. Tomorrow is Friday, December 4th. Bandcamp is doing their Bandcamp Fridays tomorrow, December 4th. Or today, Friday, December 4th. Or later, if you're listening to this later. The point is, I'm actually re-releasing for the first time on Bandcamp you can now download the 10th anniversary of my first comedy album, of two comedy albums. I'm here all week. That's right, W-E-A-K, of course. And I didn't just put the entire thing out, like, because you can get it on Spotify and all that stuff if you want, but nobody gets money from that. But at midnight tonight, I'm re-releasing I'm Here All Week. It came out December 9th, 2010. So this is essentially the 10th anniversary re-release. And because of that, I've included a bonus track. And that bonus track is a set I did at my friend, the hilarious comedian Chris Locke, recorded an album March 3rd, 2020, uh, where it was his birthday. And he said, and he put out an album just this week called Chris Locke live as it live at his own birthday party, and uh, 
Jeremy Mercerobe was recording, and uh, he recorded my set. It's an eight-minute set, and that is the bonus track. And I listened to it tonight. It's cool. It's time. It's current. So you're gonna hear a couple of things that reference March third, twenty twenty. If you remember that week before the craziness, but I still talk about coronavirus because I'm always a little ahead of the curve. And I just laugh. I mean, I didn't laugh, but I think you'll like it. And so it's an, an extra eight minute tracks on top of an album that a lot of people have told me they really enjoy. I'm here all week. And I've also included a video made with these guys, Famicon we did to um, promote the album. It's brilliant what they did. Um, I didn't make the video, that's why I can say it. These guys, uh, I do the Wayne Stop videos with some of the uh, people who are part of Famicon. Now, I, I, they're such geniuses, and, and uh, they did the Bart the General series of uh, crazy YouTube cartoons in the early 2000s. Some of my favorite stuff. Still, watch Dog Street, watch Vades. I mean, it's good stuff. Anyway, so I've included an MP4 of that and all the art, just as much extras as I could think of. And they, they call it Bandcamp Friday because they waive all fees. So Bandcamp gets 0% of the revenue on these monthly uh, Fridays. So if you buy my record tomorrow, which I'm charging $7 for, but you can pay whatever you want, um, I get all of it. And that helps because these are times where people need money. And maybe you do too. But if you have something to spare, I'd love for you to celebrate the 10th anniversary of I'm Here All Week. Just go to nickflanagan.bandcamp.com, check it out, and I'd really, really love that. So with that in mind, I bid you adieu. You're wonderful. Take good care of yourself. Thank you for your support. I wish you health, wealth, and wisdom. Please do not walk into doors. Remember, sometimes you push, sometimes you pull. Just make sure you know which it's going to be. Wear Mickey Mouse gloves. They're sanitary and also kind of cute. They reference a uh, simpler time. Not a better time. (laughs) All right. Peace.